what the movie would tell us is that America is comprised of these communities. And in these communities, you know, because they're not contaminated by the corrupting influence of uh, money and power from Washington, uh, people more or less get along and they all agree on, you know, what the issues are. But when these when these outside foreign influences come in, they create these terms like Republican and Democrat, and they use things like you know, micro-targeted campaign software or, or whatever it is that the Topher Grace character is using that's able to isolate, well, this street has single women on it, this street has, you know, this demographic, that demographic, and these are the things that end up dividing these these perfect organisms. That gives rise to the one, I think, good joke in the whole film, which is that the micro-targets find an unusually large group of single women living in one area, so they decide, oh, okay, we're going to send pamphlets to that area talking about birth control and how the government's going to provide birth control under this candidate. And then they find out that it's actually a group of Catholic nuns, which is like, congratulations, that is one good joke, which we have now spoiled. It, it is here, funny, so. but it also goes to show that there are divisions in this town. Like it's, <laughs> it's not all Steve Carell's fault. Well, and furthermore, Will, I agree with you that that's what the film is trying to do, and that is consistent with... John Stewart's worldview and yet on the this in the sequence where they have voting day even though we know by are we we're soon to find out that the election is basically like a psyop so the citizens in the town are also being very misled by the local elites who are putting on this sham the sham election but then when you see the like outside of the election booths like the polling station we see this cross-section. This is the most politics what a concept part of the movie. This was like that awful Robert Downey Jr. thing we saw, The Last Party, where there's just this sequence of like, ah, it's a cross-section of America because at the end of the day, it all comes down to this. And then we see like Antifa, the local Black Lives Matter chapter, the Proud Boys, like we see like so the coal lobby is there. And so somehow this town, which we, we're beaten over the head with the fact that the town only has 5,000 people in it, Somehow it's also able to reflect every actual meaningful political division in America. So again, this is one of those things where the film sort of has a somewhat well-intentioned and possibly intriguing premise, but sort of undoes it by being so convoluted. It reminded me very much of the film Man of the Year that we watched, which is kind of a movie about like, what if Jon Stewart ran for president, the, the comedian in the film being played by Robin Williams, and then he runs and wins. And so you think the premise is going to be, well, you know, what what is it? What would it mean if like Jon Stewart was the president? But then it turns out at the end of the movie, uh, sorry to anybody who was planning to watch Man of the Year tonight, I'm going to ruin it for you. But it turns out he never actually won. There was a computer glitch. And so his election is uh, is fake and he and he steps down. Which leaves you with a big question mark at the end of the film about like why did I watch this? Why does you know why does it exist? And what why is the satire contradicting itself and twisting itself into pretzels? Which is kind of the vibe I got from the last few minutes of this movie, especially. Yeah, I was unclear on like how many people are in on this ruse because I think it's the whole town, right? Yeah, because the implication because at the end the election ends in a perfect tie, which kind of to me 
implies that that right. was planned and that everyone was sort of assigned like one, you know, that they were going to go perfectly one for one. No, but it's two votes. Yeah, just the mayor and the and the challenger. Yeah, I think is how it works. Right. No, nobody else actually went to the booths. And I think that was the implication of when he says to the daughter, why aren't you voting? It's because nobody's voting other right, than the two right. candidates. But then how does that explain the presence of these groups like Black Lives Matter? It makes no sense. I mean, I think the implication is that these are outside agitators. These are these are carpetbaggers and other ne'er do wells who came in because Steve Carell and Rose Byrne paved the way for them to come in. Because presumably the people in this town themselves have no politics, which you would think that these expert, all these expert analysts and pollsters and people who came in, you think they would have discovered that if they were looking at the entire history of the voting history. It's just oh, this is just the town where no one has ever voted and no one has ever expressed a political preference. They all just want to get the job done. Good government. They believe in good government. 